Welcome to It's All Poop and Plastic with Seema. So today I maybe crossed a line. I uh, phoned an elected official. I Maybe he's not elected. Anyway, I think he might be elected. Anyway, uh, so I told him or I left a message for him to tell him to put on his big boy pants and for him to speak to another elected official. But regardless of them both being elected officials, um, they are, I'm not one of their constituents. (laughs) So um, why am I even affected? Why do I even care about these people and, um, you know, and and their policies? And uh, I think that it has a lot to do with my um, watching the news that isn't local news. And so we get to... A pretty interesting problem, right? Uh, because local news is often not exciting, uh, doesn't feel impactful, and in all honesty, it is incomplete. Like most of the local news that, uh, you know, you'll get a smattering of this or a smattering of that, and then some um, national stuff, uh, but it's it's often incomplete information, even. So you're you're not aware of things that will definitely impact you, uh, and it's put in a in a pretty kind of weird kind of hokey package. Um, the most interesting of which might be the weather, which is somewhat significant to what you need to do uh, that evening in order to prepare for the next day. So that being said, uh, most of the time local news, eh, you know, uh, not interesting. And then you have the national news, which is more interesting, more scattered, has international elements to it. Depending on where you live, that might not also be interesting. And then you have the gong show that is American news. Uh, It is always sensational. It is always gripping, and it just sucks. I don't know. I don't know about other people, but it really just sucks me in. Um, and it's uh, uh, it's it's difficult, if not impossible, to be uh, have an emotional reaction to what it is that these people are doing. And 
I, I wonder, I, you know, uh, I wonder where that, you know, if, if we could maybe explore for a little bit, not necessarily American news, because you know what, you and I are not going to be able to do anything about it. Uh, I mean, I sp- especially am not going to be able to do anything about it because I'm not there. Um, but I wanted to explore a little bit why it's even interesting. Um, in the same way that your friend who is a train wreck is more interesting than the other possibly acquaintance um, or coworker or somebody, you know, even within your own family who doesn't really demand a lot of your attention but may really be struggling with a lot of stuff um, internally uh, or externally but 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 just doesn't really show you know that that kind of upsetness um, And we're drawn. I don't. I you know I am. You know to that individual that you know doesn't seem to that seems to be like right off the rails. And I have strong opinions about um, how they should be uh, reorganizing themselves uh, in order to do better. And uh, this is, you know, I think a big mistake. Uh, Not that we need to ignore that person, you know, um, that, you know, that's a disaster, but uh, there has to be at least an equal amount of concern or care toward that person who is, you know, maybe not making as much noise, but really, you know, do need our support. And in terms of support... I can see too that um, those little organizations that you know just plug away and plug away and plug away. I try to make sure that I support them too. Like uh, there is a there is right now a, a big shortage in um, seeing eye dogs. Uh, and but there is this horrible horribleness where 95% of the the population of Yemen is uh, malnourished 
so I'm trying to give to both in equal measure um, as well as um, some more social socially activated uh, work uh, or organizations and so um, that diverting of attention you know because you know I I I don't I've never studied anthropology, but thinking about this situation, it kind of makes sense if you were to look at the crisis more so than the, than the other situation that may require your attention, probably could benefit from it far more than the crisis situation but I mean we're we're drawn to we're looking at the crisis because I mean at one point I, I suppose that's where the disaster was you you need to put out the fire first I mean yes you know you may have a situation where your refrigerator is dripping but you know, you make your, you know, you make your concessions and put sponges in there. That's what I've done with mine. I, I don't know what to do with the fridge. So anyway, I put sponges in there, and uh, and I put a J cloth like hanging off the the handle of it so that I can just like mop up whatever I need to. Uh, but you know, so it's not. Uh, for me, a real burning issue, as would a fire be, because then I'm on red alert. I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle that situation toot sweet. Anyway, so um, something to chew over, you know, the tendency to get sucked in, to go down the rabbit hole. Uh, and have an emotional reaction to an emotional situation that potentially is one, none of your business. And, you know, uh, secondly... Uh, something you you really can't change. So uh, today's episode is brought to you by teaching, which I think arguably could be the oldest profession. Some people say farming. Other people say prostitution, but I don't think that's the case. 
and I and I I discount farming because even though people were doing it, they were all doing it. So they were all sharing in it. And I, so I don't think that that was a separate occupation. But teaching, because you would be teaching others that were not necessarily directly related to you, um, I would argue is the oldest profession. So, till next time.